Jumbo, how are you? I'm so happy that you are here and that we're going to get to talk, you know, and that I get to do this with you every Monday and every Friday. It's such a blessing and I'm I'm overwhelmed by the wonderful feedback that you give and just just seeing what God is doing in your lives. It's it's amazing. I am so glad. I'm so grateful. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for always tuning in. Thank you for always listening. My name is Laura Atim. And yeah, this is Laura Uncensored, where I just do Christian podcasts, really about anything, anything that I learn and um, anything about God. Yeah, because I really love God and God has taken me from who I used to be, who I often am and who I have now become and continue to grow into. And it's the most beautiful journey I have ever experienced and I want nothing but for you to experience what I do, you know, and for you to know God too, because, you know, he's our beginning, he's our completion, he's our end, and he's just so good. <laughs> he really, really is. He's just so good. Um, today we're getting back into Romans. Praise the Lord. Huh? Your girl had, you know, taken a bit of time before getting back to Romans, mostly because of fear, you know. Um... When I read chapter 2, I wasn't certain I would fully understand it. You know, there were things that I wasn't getting. So I took some time to like do research and I wasn't coming to a conclusion. And then I said, you know what, Holy Spirit, I have prepared and read as much as I have. And so I'm just giving it to you right now and saying that you will lead me. You know, I pray that you will lead me and I know that he will. And so I'm grateful to God that I'm here. But today we're going to go through Romans 2. And I'm also grateful to God that someone reached out to me. Guys, I'm so happy. Someone texted me on Facebook and, you know, told me that they've been listening to my podcast and it's been a really beautiful experience for them and that, you know, they want to grow in Christ. Friends, I couldn't deal. I was so happy. I was so happy. Because you see, if you're, if you're listening to this and you don't know God, you know, or, or you've been Christian, what we are sharing is actual life, you know, because without Jesus, we are nothing, you know, we're nothing because our end comes to nothing without Jesus. See, when we believe in him and he gives us eternal life, we have certainty of where our life is headed, where we're going. Um, we have no fear for our now because we know there is a life that awaits us, you know, where we will live forever in his glory and just, it's a beautiful thing. And I desire that everyone has that, you know, and that we have the anchoring in him to become everything he created us to be. In my journey of getting to know God and experience him and opening my heart out to him, I have found that my being Everything that I am finds its place in Jesus. Every single thing that I am and everything that I love finds itself in Christ. And it's just, it's amazing. I pray over you right now that you will fully experience God. That you will let him into every single area of your life. Even the areas that seem too dark, that seem too sad that seem overwhelmed that you will let him come in and just cause a complete miracle out of you 
and just a complete undoing and remaking that will make you wonder you know at everything you can become by the grace of god and by just giving him your life i pray that you will always be convinced of his of the reality of him that you will always desire him and that you will grow 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 and grow until you look nothing like this world and you beam Christ you know <laughs> and you will be the light of the world to your family to your friends to nations to people around you to absolutely everyone yeah and i'm just i'm really thankful that you're here really thankful i can't tell you how much god loves you i can't tell you how much god and heaven is excited at your willingness to listen to this at your decision to spare some time and listen to this long podcast that's really just about him you know and i just want you to know that you've made a beautiful good decision and i pray over you that god will continue to just lead you and you will continue to find him more and more yeah so praise god we're five minutes in let me get straight <laughs> into romans 2 before i um digress yeah <laughs> and before my little brothers start screaming they've just woken up and friends yeah, these guys are unrelenting just i don't know they're relent what's relentless that's the word they're relentless when it comes to like making noise very persistent and just like screaming everywhere i have like a three-year-old little brother and like and is he eight yeah oh my god imagine (laughs) big sister goals right i forget my siblings age (laughs) yeah but you know they're really active boys so yeah anyway enough about them let's get into the word so we're going to do romans 2 today i'm hoping we can do the entire romans 2 and i'll try to go as fast as i can but then at the same time to make you see everything that i saw Ah, God's word is so good. All right. So, Romans 2, the first part of it is titled God's Righteous Judgment. Yeah. And it goes on to say, You, therefore, have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else. For whatever point you judge the other, you are condemning yourself. Because you who pass judgment do the same things. Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere man, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, tolerance and patience? Not realizing that God's kindness leads you towards repentance it's amazing the number of things that are in here you know um first talking about judgment and how it's totally unfair for us to judge people when we know even us ourselves live in darkness you know when i was first trying to research and read about romans i I realized you know it says in most people most scholars theologists say that romans was like written particularly particularly to the jews i think I, you know, when I when I was going through these Romans, I was just continuously placing myself and Christians of today in the position in this position as we read as we read the Word of God, and I was thinking how you know sometimes we judge people you know so harshly, 
And here it's showing that we judge people so harshly, forgetting that even we ourselves do wrong and forgetting that even in the wrong that we have done, we have still been saved by God's rich kindness. And for me, it shows me that, you know, when we judge people, like it's saying, we have contempt for God's kindness. And it's, it's as though we think ourselves bigger than God's kindness. Because if you, with all your sin, can go before the almighty God, confess your sins, and he says he forgives you, and that he covers your sin, he, he doesn't even see it or think about it anymore, how much more us? If God can forgive us, if God's kindness is what it, in fact, the part that says God's kindness leads us to repentance shows us how we should be, you know, that we should be kind. Our kindness ideally should be what we live and lead people to say, I'm sorry. You know, there's this verse that says, it perfect love casts out fear for fear has to do with judgment. And my little sister was asking me yesterday, what does it mean? So I was telling her that um, it's as though in an environment where you know love is complete i mean like in this place i'm going to receive love you have no fear at all like if you know that you're loved by someone they're probably the first people that you think about you know when you're in trouble or when you want to speak about the truth or something like that are environments where you know you're going to experience love and so you have no fear when you expose you when you rush to them there's no place for fear perfect love casts out the entire feeling of fear hmm? and then it goes on to say for fear has to do with judgment and most times if you look at your life you consider that you're afraid to maybe speak to someone or you know go to someone because in your mind you know or you have experienced judgment from them so you're afraid you know to ever open up to ever be vulnerable to them so perfect love casts out fear and if we could give people love like that you know love that has such perfection and beauty about it in that they feel so much peace to just just come to us to find restoration and find hope by being around us then our kindness you know our being loving towards them just like god is loving towards us would lead us to repentance you know would lead us to a place of of desiring to be better you know because you've experienced such awesome kindness because that's the same thing that happens with us you see we experience the kindness and like the grace of god and you're like goodness i cannot help but become more like you and live for you so i guess i guess we need to review how we treat people you know sometimes we think okay you've done this wrong to me so ideally you deserve to to experience all the guilt and shame that you're experiencing and I'm going to put judgment on you because you hurt me forever and imagine God if God did that to you because we hurt him literally almost every day but he gives us room to continuously run to him and the more that you run to him and experience his love and grace regardless of what you did you start realizing wait I can't keep hurting this person they're so good to me so I guess you know let's strive towards giving a love and a kindness that will lead our friends and people to repentance and i want you right now to think about people who you've been that way to people who you've judged people who you have i'm thinking about someone right now oh my god 
about a week or two ago i really passed heavy judgment on someone because i felt they were doing wrong and right now i'm recognizing that it's only my kindness that will lead them towards repentance if i could just mirror god to them that that is when i'll be communicating the christ that i am that i live with the christ that i am i'm claiming to represent and you know again even right now we experience that god's grace is there in abundance that even now when i know that i did wrong when you know that you did wrong you are able to say let me go back to you god that you may perfect and correct me so that i can give love to your people the right way and not judge them see that we should do the same we should be the same yeah so um verse 5 goes on to say but because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of god's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed verse 6 goes on to say god will give to each person according to what he has done <laughs> friends let me tell you something crazy yeah i'm so glad that i somehow ended up doing a what do they call these things research you know before i shared with you for this romance too because i found an article that amazed me so he said that you know how here we have but the gentleman who wrote it said that you know here we have when you go before let me like courts of law you know you have done something wrong you're going before a judge usually you you they'll gather witnesses to prove you know have you really done this do you deserve the judgment they're going to give you now he said that in heaven we're going to experience god's righteous judgment i mean god is just and all his judgment is based on truth so all of your life that you have lived when you stand before god because god is all truth all knowing omnipotent you will not be able to pretend even me Laura right now if i have been doing this podcast for the sake of building my own name when i stand before jesus before god who knows my entire truth because he has seen everything he even knows the working of my heart i'll not be able to lie to him so that judgment that i will receive that day will be completely right of if i deserve hell hmm, i will deserve it beyond anything else and even me who is standing before him will know that i deserved it i won't even be able to say maybe no maybe what 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 because maybe he will say something and then i say but god then he will tell me of what i was thinking in my heart <laughs> and so god's judgment is going to be extremely righteous so what i'm telling you right now is don't don't do things for works don't struggle to live a christianity that looks good outside and doesn't look good inside because you're going to be shocked when you reach heaven hmm? and you thought you were living the truth but you were living for yourself you thought you thought you believed when you actually did not even thought you you actually did not believe you were just showing people that you're christian but the things that you did you never allowed christ influence you in any way whatsoever and you will know if you listen to this whether you're christian or not you will know 
that you know that you know that you deserve to go to hell. You will know that you know that you know that you deserve to go to heaven because God knows our hearts. Like what my message to you right now is just don't be so consumed with will I go to heaven? Can I da, 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 to struggle to work towards making sure like I go to heaven just love God believe in Jesus Christ read his word live his word let it influence the things that you do because inside your heart like your heart God will know that what that you are living in truth whether the world sees it or not whether the world condemns you or not God who sees your heart who is just and who when we stand before him we shall have nothing to hide will raise us up He will know that maybe you struggled with some things but you didn't want them to be a part of you and they were a struggle but every time you kept trying to go back to him he will have seen your heart that the devil truly tried so hard to distract you but you kept fighting you kept fighting sometimes you failed sometimes you didn't but you kept fighting he will know that you are truly for him so don't think too hard on it all you should do is keep your eyes fixed on him fixed on Christ believe in him read his word pray and let him influence your life god who knows the purpose of what you're doing anything and everything that you're doing will see it it's amazing i don't know why but for me i feel like that is so freeing it's so freeing it takes away all the burden of trying to live in a way that pleases the world because of the christian standards that the world has made for themselves it makes me recognize that when i invest myself in god's word god who sees my deeds in private will know that i was living right god who sees everything i do my glorious father who is just in every way will know lord whether the world didn't see it you did you fought the good fight you know and even just making that statement right now fought the good fight makes me realize that you know we are at war and we we are keeping on fighting sometimes we'll get wounded by the enemy sometimes we'll feel weak sometimes it will feel like we are overwhelmed but then at the same time we have fought the good fight and so they'll know that we have been fighting he will know that we have been fighting the good fight amazing it's it's beautiful to know that that we have that that we have God's righteous judgment and you know if you're listening to this right now and that doesn't sound beautiful for you then maybe in your heart you know that you have not been really living for the name of Christ but maybe for yourself or you've been acting Christian but not really been all I would encourage you to do is repent because if you're really willing to be transformed his word again i constantly repeat this scripture that he says that if we confess our sins he is righteous and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness he will cleanse us and make us whole and new so just talk to him tell him god i'm sorry for how i've been living and i want to be different now and he who again sees your heart will know that you mean it and then start to read the word of god start to read it meditate upon it live it and you'll see yourself blossom 
you see yourself blossom because it just keeps being planted in you until it grows and sprouts into a beautiful big tree <laughs> yeah so the next verse goes on to say um verse 7 to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory honor and immortality he will give eternal life this was probably one of the biggest highlights when i read romans 2 it made me recognize that um for jesus how can i say it that um eternal life yes is based on our belief you know the bible says that in john 3:16, for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him shall have eternal life and so believing in jesus is how we access eternal life but then this verse also shows me that to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory honor and immortality he will give eternal life so we should be persisting to do good to give glo- to to live lives that can be glorified that honor and that will show that we are seeking immortality in eternal life that's when he will actually give us eternal life there's a video so not, not a video <laughs> an audio i did a podcast talking about why why our christianity hangs on belief if you haven't listened to it please go listen to it it's still here on my channel and so um what i learned from it was that when you believe in something it literally affects every single area of your life or it it has a significant influence on you because when you believe in something you make decisions a lot of your decisions based on that belief because you believe in it and so i'd like to caution you if your life does not look anything like jesus or does not even try to mirror god then you probably didn't believe you may have just raised your hand for some other reason or you believed in that moment but you have not kept on believing your belief stopped at a certain time back and i need you to return to god if you feel like that's you you know again he is willing his arms are open wide his word says he doesn't chase anyone away if you if you just say i want you so long as you run to him and say god i am here he's extremely willing and so yeah so that was a big lesson for me that my eternal life is also hanging on my persistence to do good your eternal life is also hanging on your persistence to do good so don't just think that just by raising your hand and saying you've not even believed it in your heart you're not living it in your heart you're going to receive eternal life no 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 that may not be true because even god's word said says that um people some people who who there are people who say lord lord that, that will not enter the kingdom of god that you may have been screaming jesus but your life the way that you live does not show the rebirth does not show that you are born afresh again in a different kind of way that your spirit was just still meshed up in your old self you know yeah and so the next one goes but for those who are self-seeking and who reject the truth and follow evil there will be wrath and anger there will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil first for the jew then for the gentile 
but glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good. First for the Jew, then for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. First of all, <laughs> when, I, when I read that part, I kept thinking, huh? for God does not show favoritism? But he just said, you just said first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. <laughs> In my mind, I ideally thought that this that this sounded like ranking, like you know that Jews will go first in the Gentiles. And then when I read some, I read on the internet, so someone was explaining it to the effect that um, what that God is saying that he he does not show favoritism in the sense that everyone will receive their equal judgment the jews and the gentiles the jews are i believe the 12 12 tribes of israel i think yes so they are like as if the first original people (laughs) i don't know god (laughs) i don't know i'm not a theologist i haven't gone like to theology school or anything like that or read much on the history but this is basing off the little knowledge that i have and then the Gentiles are all of us who are outside of the 12 tribes of Israel. So generally, you are Gentile. <laughs> yeah. And so that this part was showing that God does not show favoritism in that. But even the, the Jews and the Gentiles, we shall all receive our equal judgment, I could say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, again, I'm not very much of a theologist. So, if you have anything to add, if you have anything to share, please, there's a section here that does voice, I think, voice messages in the podcast. So, if you have anything that you would like to add to us, I'd be really happy, really happy uh, for us to share and just give me, give us, you know, more knowledge and and understanding of what this means. And um, the next part says... All who sin apart from the law will perish apart from the law. And all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not those who hear the law who are righteous in God's sight. But it is those who obey the law who will be declared righteous. Indeed, when Gentiles who do not have the law do by nature things required by the law, they are a law for themselves, even though they do not have the law. Since they show that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts, their consciences also bearing witness and their thoughts also accusing, now even defending them, this will take place on the day when God will judge men's secrets through Jesus Christ, as my gospel declares. So verse... Okay. Verse 12 tells us that all who sin apart from the law will perish apart from the law and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. And when I was trying to do research and read about this, um, the person explained it that hmm, all who, you know, all who, who sin apart from the law, I'm thinking those are people like maybe Abraham who before the law came in the time of Moses. Mm-hmm. Will be judged accord. Will be, will be judged apart from it. Then all those who are in the law, also like say people before Jesus, will also be judged according to that. And us also, who in a time after, you know, when Jesus came, will be judged according to that. And you know, at first I used to think that this was unfair. 
you know i used to ask myself yeah but you know then what happens to the other people and you know how come us you know we're experiencing the grace of jesus what 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 aren't we on a better side but you know it has made me recognize that people who didn't let's say people who didn't have the law abraham was still able to serve god and be righteous and be called righteous Hmm? even in the time when the law came there were still people who stood by the law who lived according to the law and who whose lives celebrated god and even right now when we still have when we have the awesome grace of jesus christ there are people who have still rejected him so god has placed in each of us a desire to know him a desire to honor him and an ability to do so so even them in their times they had the ability to but we are the ones who blatantly say no we are the ones who reject jesus because imagine right now we have the grace of jesus i mean like we're not struggling to live according to laws but the laws in the summarize you do things love your neighbor as you love yourself and love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind but there are people who are still rejecting jesus imagine that there are people who are still rejecting god so ideally that that goes to show me that we are able to know god he first of all remember we read somewhere in i think in romans 1 i think from verse 18 to verse 20 that um Verse 20 says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. God has revealed himself to us. We are the ones who have denied him. They in their times were the ones who have denied him. And so, in whichever time he placed us, you were very well able to have believed in Jesus Christ but sorry to have believed in God but he rejected him they rejected him because now even it goes on to talk about Gentiles who had not received the law because the law was given to the Jews hmm? like they, they were not under the law they didn't receive it but their hearts their their lives how they how they lived are what would vindicate them on the day of judgment because here it's talking about how how you know how in their hearts how they lived show that as if they lived according to the law because of how they lived in their hearts and verse 16 goes to conclude this will take place on the day when god will judge men's secrets through jesus christ as my gospel declares so god will judge men's secrets at the end of his soul it's called this section of romans is called god's righteous judgment because it's going to show you and this entire message that i have shared is to show you that get your heart right with god because how you are on the inside god sees it he is that righteous a judge how you are on the inside god sees it Hmm? not how you're pretending to be to people not how you're pretending to to act like you're christian but inside your heart, God sees it, and you will not escape judgment of any kind that is deserving of you. Whether you deserve to be placed in high places, whether you deserve to go to hell, whether you deserve to go to heaven, you will not 
they will they will not be any kind you 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 will never sell god that oh god you misjudged me you didn't judge me right Mm-mm. because he knows even your secrets so i really would like to encourage you to get right with god get right with god and how do you get right with god god is not with a hammer you know don't like hit you and bang you into loving him in fact he has given you the free will to choose him and he says that if you believe in jesus christ you will have eternal life and jesus says he came that he may be the light and our life he is the way he is the truth he is the life so when you when you accept him into your heart and you give your life to him he's able to come transform you and your life and heart will be changed so long as you start to believe and act like someone who believes you need to also start acting like someone who believes like we have read before by persistence in doing good we are striving to have glory honor and immortality so that should be the same thing for you as well persist in doing good give your life to god believe in jesus christ and then tell him lord show me show me how i can transform and so find a good bible-based church personally i pray from worship harvest Bukolobi. um feel free to join my church and when churches uh, feel free to join my church we're online and if you would like to go to to any of the centers whichever is close to you that's really great please feel free to join whichever country you come from look for a bible-based church people who are preaching the true gospel of jesus and join i previously prayed from watoto church please also feel free to join those like from my experience churches i have actually been to and i know are preaching the gospel of jesus christ feel free to join Fanero. i don't know find a bible-based church that you are that you are certain is preaching the truth join and just start to interact with people who know god change change the things that you listen to change the things that you read do whatever you can to transform to actively tell jesus i want you change your instagram feed there is a gentleman who i watched yesterday his name is clifford Adeke. i don't know something like that he's nigerian amazing stuff to just watch and continuously be encouraged to be in the lord um um change the things that you watch you know do everything that you can to be filled with god i once listened to a preacher who said stop at nothing to be in the presence of god because you have no idea what could happen you like you just don't know what could change what could transform how you could be led to something new the only reason i am growing to become the laura i'm growing to become is because i've constantly been at church my parents took me to kinder, uh, kindergarten sorry <laughs> to sunday school at watoto church then afterwards even i i i participated in like dancing acting all those things at church afterwards i went to even when i went to campus i joined campus ministry there uh, even when i finished campus i was in a cell after that joined worship harvest this year and um praise the good lord my boyfriend who also prays from worship harvest that's like helped me get literally like plugged <laughs> into so many things and i'm just so grateful so at the end of it all i'm continuously chasing after god so that i am always filled because the the, the minute there is distance the minute there is there is no communion between god 
and I, our relationship is going to grow cold and other things are going to fill me up because we, we there is a desire inside each one of us to be filled to find purpose to find meaning and all of those we can only find in Jesus Christ to only truly find we may find with other things and try and fill ourselves with that but that is not what is meant to be your ultimate completion because at the end of it all we are going back to our maker and i want you to go back to him with confidence so that when you hear those trumpet sounds you won't even get left behind i mean you will be in glory and honor and praise that oh my god jesus you have returned thank you i've had enough personal experiences to know that god is real so i want you to know that god is real and he did not come to condemn you he's not pointing fingers at you all he did was come to save you he says just look at me just desire me and you will be saved believe in the lord jesus christ and you will be saved you will be saved you have no idea how easy christianity is of course it's war because we are warring with the prince of this world who keeps throwing things at us but then we have the anchor that jesus who overcame the world may showed us that even us we can overcome the world in him there is nothing impossible with god you can let go of so many things you can let go of theft if you've been stealing you can let go of cheating so many your life will be changed and transformed all you need to do is constantly depend on jesus at the right time your salvation from whatever is shaking you whatever is bothering you will come i used to struggle so much with sexual immorality but this year i have been saved redeemed set free forgiven <laughs> i can't even believe to explain i can't begin to explain to you i can't wait for the day i finally be able to share my testimony but i struggled with it for so long but i kept going I, no matter how many times i fell i went back to jesus until now i am <laughs> wow i can't even believe it's me don't shake me no more <laughs> because through my constant being with Jesus I have found how to find this redemption I have found how to be completely cleansed just keep there keep there keep the good fight don't give up don't give up keep with God so I'm supposed to finish too meanwhile okay let's get back <laughs> this this next part is not really the very long it's quite short then we'll get done and you know I'll be thanking God that we are finished with chapter 2 because I'd love us to do a chapter every day Sorry, not every day, every Monday and Friday. <laughs> um, verse 17 goes on to say, Now you, if you call yourself a Jew, if you rely on the law and brag about your relationship with God, if you know his will and approve of what is superior because you are instructed by the law, if you are convinced that you are a guide for the blind, a light for those who are in the dark, an instructor for the foolish, a teacher of infants, because you have in because you have in the law the embodiment of the knowledge of truth. You then who teach others, do you not teach yourself? You who preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say that people should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who brag about the law, do you dishonor God by breaking the law? As it is written, God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. Circumcision has value if you observe the law. But if you break the law, 
you have become as though you had not been circumcised. If those who are not circumcised keep the law's requirements, will they not be regarded as though they were circumcised? The one who is not circumcised physically and yet obeys the law will condemn you, who even though you have the written code and circumcision are a lawbreaker. So this particularly was talking, you know, like the Jews. And um, I read somewhere that, you know, circumcision from the time of Abraham was a sign that, you know, that I, I could say you're of the Lord. You have been circumcised. You're now in covenant with him. You know, and it did not only require that you just be physically to have a physical show that you are in covenant with God, but that also your heart and your way of living should show that you are in covenant with God. Because other people who who may not seem may not have may not have had you know that the circumcision sign, if their excuse me, if their hearts and their lives showed that they were believing in God and that their hearts showed that they lived lives that honored God, then their lives would probably vindicate them. And so, verse 28 says, A man is not a Jew if he is only outwardly, if if he is the if he is only one outward outwardly. No is circumcision merely outward and physical. No. A man is a Jew if he is one inwardly, and circumcision is circumcision of the heart by the spirit, not by the written cord. She is a man, such a man's praise is not from men, but from God. So if I'm to bring this to our times right now, our Christian faith right now, you may have, you may be going to church all the time, and somehow, you, you're doing deeds that seem to show that you're Christian, but every, you're doing so much that is not of God. You know, I myself have areas in my life where I've not let God shine. I really haven't. And it, it feels like a lot of work. But once, slowly I have learned to give some parts of my life to God and say, God, just come into this area of my life and change me. And then when I allow his word to instruct me in that area, I become much better. So so I would love for all of us, me inclusive, to take this message to heart, you know, and to start to desire God to show in every area of our lives. If you're in a relationship, to desire God to be shown in your relationship. Because if you and your boyfriend or you and your girlfriend are fornicating, you know, having sex outside marriage, are touching each other so illicitly in public, like, you know, and you're just giving room for the enemy to claim that he is yours. So give that to God. Let his light shine in that area. If you're a business person like I have been, and I really, I didn't do my business right, guys. Eh, 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 goodness. It's another testimony for another day. Allow God to come into this area and change it so that there is no area of you that is dark and dirty but every single area of you you you're giving god the key to it and telling him lord i want you to to be the one to transform this part of my life and make it different i'm really ready and willing and again i told you he will see your heart he will see how you are desiring to serve him 
he will and he will because he is all powerful because he wants you he will send people send people your way send things your way to show you how to live better for him simply because you have opened your heart up and you're now willing it takes a willingness between us and god because god's love is present it's always there but you can only experience its fullness if you say yes to it if you say yes to it and so right now i'm inviting you to pray with me and just dear lord i'm asking you to come into our lives right now you know the areas where we are weak and the areas of our lives even though we have been christian have not been showing you i ask you to just come come into our lives lord change each and every way that we have been living to just new ways to live oh lord may we be instructed by your word instructed by you all the days of our lives jesus christ and if someone is listening to this and they have never given their lives to god lord i ask you to convict them right now that they will believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that they believe in you jesus christ if you listen to this i want you to know that all you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and say lord jesus i believe in you i believe that you are the son of god and that you came to set me free i welcome you into my life come and make me new and whole and different and make me be able to serve and live according to your ways oh lord jesus and he who knows and has seen your heart will lead you down the right path he will he will so keep with god let us all keep with god let us all keep desiring him lord enable us to keep with you to desire to serve you in every single thing that we do in every way that we live with our parents with our family with our friends may we desire to be the light of this world and not hide ourselves for anything some of us have not been sharing the gospel with our family members but i pray that right now you will be convicted to share the gospel with them to be the light in that house to be the light everywhere in your workplaces among your friends whatever god is convicting you of right now as we pray i want you to take that to him in prayer privately and ask him to change you in that area he is ready he is willing he loves you he did not come to condemn you but he came to save you i want to remind you of that he didn't come to condemn you but he came to save you you can recognize that you did wrong go to him and say lord i'm sorry i repent and he will forgive your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness and show you the path that you should go read your word and pray every day i love you guys so much thank you so much for listening keep with god if you want to reach out to me um my name is Laura Atim. My email is lauraatim@gmail.com. I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as Laura Atim. Please reach out to me. I would love to pray with you, speak to you if you feel like you just need to talk about something. I'm really I'm just here. And so I praise the Lord Jesus for everything that has happened and for this podcast and just being able to share and speak to you. Ah, in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.